you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how has your weeks been? I have nothing to report, guys. Truly. Same old, same old. You guys saw the camping video. I don't need to talk about that. If you haven't seen it, you should go watch it. Mm -hmm. Good Girls Aven Valley Goes Camping. Yeah, our first one was so fun. Yeah, our first and my last camping trip. Um, (laughs) Work is still busy. I think uh, the pandemic is starting to get to me a little bit more now. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm tired. I'm not that tired where I'm, like, hitting the COVID streets like some people I know. (laughs) But it is starting to get to me, so I'm definitely looking for new ways to uh, relax or find new experiences Mm -hmm. in safe ways. Mm -hmm. Um, Been binging Moesha, Mm -hmm. because that is out. I think it's funny. Um people tweeting about it because like i'm gonna just say that like moesha was always trash <laughs> and i knew that when i watched not, then well her character was trash yeah moesha well it when you say moesha was trash it sounds like the show was trash um okay <laughs> sure let me clarify <laughs> the character moesha was yeah. trash <laughs> right I knew that when I watched it. Mm-hmm. I guess some people didn't realize that. <laughs> Cause like, no, we were young and innocent. Well, when I was young, I thought she was annoying. I thought <laughs> she was always in everybody's business. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one thing I didn't really like, I was watching one episode where she turned down a new car because mm-hmm. it didn't fit her aesthetic. I didn't catch that when I was, I like I watched it, but watching it as an adult, I was like, girl, you're stupid. <laughs> what 16 year old mm-hmm. turns down a brand new car, red, beautiful, new, everything about it says because a Jeep fits her aesthetic more and so she wants to save up for that. I don't know, no 16 year old, that's stupid. I was so happy to receive my vehicle that wasn't new. Mm-hmm. It was my mom's old car, but you couldn't tell me nothing because it was <laughs> mine and I could drive it and I... What type of entitled brat are you Mm -mm. to turn down a free car? (laughs) Or a fact that, like, Frank was always annoying as well. Right. I didn't catch up on how sexist he was until watching it now. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, for me, I can still enjoy watching it. I know for some people... They said they can't. They can't. I saw a bunch of people saying But, like, I can still enjoy it because there are moments where I'm like, that's crazy. (laughs) But I feel like when you know better at least for me, that doesn't impact me. It's mm-hmm. a show. Yeah. But if people can't enjoy it, you can't. I mean, there are certain shows that I've watched before like that I won't watch again. Like, for example, I know The Game is coming to Netflix. Mm. I won't watch it. That's yeah. a show that I just cannot watch again. Yeah. I just can't. But <laughs> I can do Moesha. I can do The Parkers. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to watch Girlfriends again. That's a show that I'm not sure I can rewatch either. Mm. But, like, to each his own. I think... I think the one thing I don't want people to do is like, look, we can acknowledge that we've grown and society has grown Mm -hmm. and we can make sure that with new upcoming projects and stuff like that, we keep people more accountable. Yeah. But like going crazy off something that was on in 1995 is like, don't, don't be weird. Because I mean, I think we also have to just think about the context of 
we have grown a whole lot, thankfully. Right. I mean, Brandy still including problematic words in her music, but outside of that, what did she say? She said retarded in the first five words in one of her songs on her new album. Oh, I haven't heard it Which yet. people were like, girl, we is too far along, you too old, like, to still not realize the problem with saying that word. Correct. And especially in the way that she used the word. Correct. So, you know, maybe she as a person hasn't grown as much, but I think as a society, that's why we can see so much problematic you know, occurrences in watching old things now. And I mean, I would say that that's a good thing that we've grown past. I agree. I'm just, yeah, I agree. I just, I just hope that people just acknowledge that and remember that it's not a current show. Yeah. And let's keep, they can't go back and change. That's what I'm saying. Let's keep current writers and producers accountable. And once again, if you can't still enjoy it respectable, then you don't watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my weeks have been good. Work has been busy for me as well. Um, I fit into one of my gold dresses, which is great progress. Sydney, um, y'all, has gotten very snatched. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. She looks great. Thank you. And, um, that is all. <laughs> I had this dress, like, hanging on my door for the last year as inspiration. And for the most time, it was just collecting dust. And so, but how did it feel? It get felt in, good in. to finally be able to get into that thing. I haven't been able to wear it in five years. That's amazing. And so I was like, okay, it fit. Now I can put it in my closet. <laughs> like I don't have to hang it on my door anymore. So that felt good. Um, and then you know, I've been watching Netflix. I watched this show called Skin Decision. It's about like reconstructive surgery. I enjoyed that. Um, Love on the Spectrum. That was really good. I enjoyed that. Y'all know I love a dating show anyways. Um, but it was about people with autism dating, mm. which it was, I enjoyed it. And it was informative as well. And now I'm watching Umbrella Academy. So, y'all know I'm a binger. But that's pretty much been my two weeks. So, what's going on in the media? So, I'll keep it brief. Um, Just an update on Tamar. <clears throat> she made a statement. You know, talking about uh, just thanking everyone for their support and kind of explaining what got her to that space. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it has a lot to do with her business relationship with WeTV, mm-hmm. um, the contracting and um, her requests and things. And um, there seems to be a lot of friction there. Um, she's asked to be released from her contracts and things like that, and they weren't. Mm-hmm. And she just felt like. That and other things were taking a toll to a, to a place where she just couldn't escape she it. Did, couldn't escape it and just felt like she just did, couldn't deal and didn't want to be anymore. And she yeah. um, appreciate she you know thanked her boyfriend for finding her and she even spoke about <clears throat> she's happy that she's you know in a place where she's taking her health more seriously and she's getting the help she need and you know she acknowledged that even in that brief moment. She forgot about her son in mm-hmm. this, just in the painful state she was in. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I have always, I enjoyed watching her on TV. Sometimes she's a little problematic. We all have <laughs> our moments. But I enjoy typically watching her on TV. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was a fan and I do like, you know, her music. Um, so, I do hope that she's able to get the help that she needs. Mm-hmm. And hopefully she's able to... 
um, get out of get out of her weed TV contract or find a better working relationship. Well, they said that um, the season that is currently on TV will air, but they did release her. And she tweeted that not true because mm. she said no one has spoken to her oh. or her lawyers or her team. Lord. So she's like, "What's up?" So it's like y'all releasing statements and y'all not y'all not even in alignment with her. That's what she's uh, saying that Which they've is also never a problem. reached out to her to tell her she was released. So yeah. if she is released, good. Yeah. Hopefully that is true. Mm-hmm. And then she can, depending on where she wants to go with her career, can hopefully find um, better partners. Yeah. Where she can, you know, do her thing and take care of herself at the same time. Right. Um, also, next step I want to talk about Ellen. So I mean. There have been stories over the years, but <clears throat> I say the past couple weeks during this quarantine month or so, it's been a lot of um, people coming forward, especially on Twitter, mm-hmm. sharing their experiences at different companies. And mm-hmm. it's not just like Ellen, but there's been magazines, there's been BuzzFeed, like just so many yeah. um, people stepping forward with the treatment they received, mm-hmm. bad treatment. Yeah. So there's been a lot of a lot of talk about Ellen and the way she is with people, you know, that she's not that nice, that she's not this kind person she tries to come across to the point where an investigation was opened into mistreatment and discrimination. Mm-hmm. Now, while I'm frankly, I believed it anyway, because I feel like, um, I don't know, I just always believed it. I just yeah. never, nothing in me made me go, huh? Yeah. But after reading her statement, I'm like, yeah, I believe that. So, her statement to me, she didn't take accountability. Her statement Mm -hmm. was more like, um, that's not the environment I want for the team, and the team has slipped up. Yeah. So, she didn't really take, to me, an accountability of her actions, actions because a lot of the allegations are about her, not not just about about her her producers or her directors, whatever. It's like specifically her. Right. Um, to the point where now there's talks that she wants to end the show, allegedly, saying that she feels she can't go on and the only way to recover her personal brand is to, like, shut it down. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I think if, if that's true, I think it's a cop-out. Because I think as far as the personality of from what Ellen has portrayed herself to be, she has always portrayed herself to be someone that would admit if and when she was wrong yeah. and would take the steps to change. Um, but just ending the show because of this is not her doing that. It is not her admitting that she could have been kinder to her, you know, people around her, especially her staff. Like, she could have been better and will be better in the future and will, you know, take the steps to make sure that that's happening. That would be the responsible thing to do, that would be the thing that I would have expected her to do. And you would have more, and I feel like people have more respect for her Exactly, yeah. So, I don't know what's actually going to happen, but, I mean, I guess time will tell. We'll see if the show continues or whatever after all of this is over, but, um, and even how the investigation goes, Mm -hmm. we'll see how that, what the results are of that. But something happened similarly with Essence. Like, last month with the expose. Did you read that? Mm-mm. It was an expose written by... It was an anonymous expose collaboratively written by people that have or that still worked for Essence. 
talking about, um, I guess he was the CEO at the time. Oh, and never mind. Text, I did read it. Yeah. Just and they, in the um, expose, they was like, you got five days to respond. And yeah. three days later, which, what's his name? Let me get his actual I name. I do remember that name. Rochelle Liu. I don't know how to pronounce that man's first name, but his last name, Dennis. I think it's Rochelle Liu, Dennis. Um, within like three days, he stepped down and mm-hmm. they said that they were doing an internal investigation. Mm-hmm. That's another one that I'm like, I want to hear how that investigation, res- like what the results are of that. Because it could not, it may not have just been him. Well, according to the expose, it was not just him. So that means that other people within the organization were involved, need to be removed and things like that. So right. and reprimanded and stuff like that. Exactly. So I'm interested to see how both of these will come out. Definitely two very different experiences because with the essence one, it was like abuse and all that stuff, but still very serious accusations that need to be resolved within each organization. Moving on, um, I want to talk about. Marriage boot camp, mm. um, specifically Jahari and Vado. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of us saw, even if you don't watch, yeah. you saw the clip of him like choking her out, yoking her out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, Tahari put out a statement. Mm-hmm. Um, Vado put out a statement. His wasn't that great. <laughs> um, and I want to bring this up because... A lot of times when we talk about domestic abuse, we, and because it's true a lot of times, but we do need to talk about the fact that it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. So I know we are typically speaking as if a man is hitting a woman mm-hmm. and that is wrong. And mm-hmm. that is the majority of the cases mm-hmm. where it's happening. Right. But neither one of us sitting there are not someone who believes that, um, we're not women who believe that a woman could be chucking things, scratching, spitting, mm-hmm. hitting, and then if the guy reacts, he's like in the wrong. Right. We're equal around cheer, especially when we ex- we asking our men to be emotional. And then you turn around and be like, "Don't react to me throwing stuff at you," like, or that physically doesn't... harming you. Right. That's and so contradictory. I think something because I saw some comments from women where I was like, "Eek." Mm-hmm. we shouldn't have a mindset of no matter what I do, he shouldn't respond. Right. We shouldn't be res- physically responding to the dude. Right. And he shouldn't be physically reacting or responding to us. Right. Period. Everybody need to keep Every- their hands to themselves. Absolutely. And so when you, as a woman, I don't think it's okay for you to hit a man or keep smacking him or pushing him and keep keep doing things and then when he finally reacts and you get popped or mm-hmm. hurt in the process to just look at him like he's just this huge monster. Should he have hit you? No. But let's also talk about what you were doing and you shouldn't have been. Yeah. And I feel like... Well, that's also why I question the intention of Dr. Ish releasing the video, the clip. Because, so I do watch the show regularly. That was literally the last scene of the episode. And even when they do, like, the preview for the next episode, they never do it to the point where they so show the last 30 seconds Is that of the a, episode. Do you feel like it's TV? That's what people are thinking. And that's kind of crummy as well. Yep. People are thinking that he did that as a... Uh, two things. As a PR stunt to make it seem like they got ahead of it. And two, to get people talking about it and watching And to want to watch it. Because, yeah. like I said, I... I haven't watched this season, but I've watched past seasons. Yeah. But like I said, this was everywhere where 
a person could be intrigued to at least watch this episode, mm-hmm. which and, is coming. And then, like, to release that part of the clip without the context of what happened before, I also think is irresponsible. So I just question what his intention was behind doing that um, because it feeds the narrative on social media of, you know, responding off of clicks and mm-hmm. all the clips, I mean, um, of information without getting the full context of it. Um, it was wrong. Like, I'm not never saying that what he did was wrong because it wasn't. And I'm, he needed to be pulled to the side. And I don't even think... He needs think, to be held accountable. Yeah, I don't even think that they're going to continue on the show very much longer. But but she would need... She needs to as well. I mean, it, it's counseling for couples. So if he going to go, then yeah, she needs to go too. Yeah, but... um. I I mean, in, in sort of violence. Like, if, um, if yeah. he's held accountable, she should be held accountable. Right, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Agreed, agreed. And so I think it was just weird seeing that. But then, because, like I said, I watched the show. So watching the full episode and seeing what ha- what led up to that, I'm like, okay, this was a bad situation all around. Yeah. Like, this, and I think what it showed me, if anything, is that Dr. Ish need to be holding their set crew accountable, the people that are put there to intervene in situations like that because they didn't intervene soon enough. They should have intervened when she was throwing apples at that man's face. There, Someone should have stepped in We're at like, that hey, point. like, hey, we don't do that. Right. We can't be doing stuff like that. Exactly. Somebody should have stepped in at that point. But instead, it came until he, you know, jumped up at her. And even still, Dr. Ish responded. I know the, no one... The crew... That is there nothing. to intervene, did not respond. They what the heck are y'all there. doing? Like, what are y'all paid here to do? Right, what are y'all doing? Where's the security from the Bad Girls Club? Because they and, and the thing is, there was a fight earlier in the season, and security did split them up. So I'm like, so y'all was there for that. Where was y'all for this? Did y'all think y'all was on break? Like, what happened in this five minutes that none of y'all jumped in? Right. Like, were y'all edited out? I'm just confused. Because to me, it seems like security was off the day for the day right and it's a two-week time period like i know so <laughs> like, it's not a 30 day right 40 day show right y'all they are literally there for 10 days y'all security don't need no days off for that so i'm just confused as to you know where that went wrong and then also you know people on twitter yeah. they just some some men were saying it was just apples. That ain't no reason to do nothing to a woman. Has anybody, like, clearly an apple never rolled off the counter and hit y'all foot. Because that ish hurts. Well, like, I, I will say, beaming an apple at someone right. and at their face, right. I do think could hurt. <laughs> um, If it was me, I would have jumped up after the first apple hit my face. I probably would have been beaming apples back at her right. out of just simple reaction. It was a bowl of apples. Yeah. I feel like I would have picked up me as a woman. If I was a dude, I feel like my natural reaction would have been to, to pick up an apple and, throw and it beam back. it right back at yeah. him yeah. for throwing one at me. But I yeah. feel like throwing apples or like oranges at full speed, that can hurt. And like, especially, I think it's an extra level of She wasn't throwing grapes. She wasn't throwing grapes at you. Right. I mean, it, I, apples are hard. Right. And so I, th- that was just a weird narrative to me for people to be like, it's just apples. I'm like, y'all. You don't need to be throwing nothing at nobody. Exactly. Exactly. Um, 
and then for him to kind of stew in it and then jump up at her later, also very inappropriate. Like, Correct. They were both just inappropriate towards one another that whole episode, to be honest. They did not participate in the exercise well at all. They they don't need to be on the show. I mean, to keep it a stack, they don't need to be on the show um, because they have not made progress. They are not... How long have they been together? Did they say that? They ain't say. That's why I don't believe it. Okay. I think they was, you know, talking. And they was like, and let's get this one. one of their agents was like, hey. Here's an opportunity. Right, right. Because there have been people on the show that, like, they'll, they'll show up. Like, um, Lil Fizz was on. And he, his, it wasn't his girlfriend. Like, they had dated at one point. But she showed up and she was like, I don't even know if he's coming. Because they had not even spoken for months before the show. Like, so like you don't have to be in a relationship to be on a show with somebody I think and I think that they're not in a relationship I think this show has run its course yeah I, I it used to be productive it used to I mean it used to at least feel better like yeah. I think at least I'm not a person who I'm not a person who thinks reality TV is real yeah but there was a time we know there was a time where it was real mm-hmm. and then when it got to be more fake there was a time where they at least put in effort to, <laughs> to make, make it, it look, look real, real. Yeah. now today it's like well just yeah. give people a script I it's mean so like many people on the show that they honestly they just need individual therapy like before y'all get the couples counseling y'all need to fix yourselves and maybe they should do personal boot camp I mean yeah well, that could be a series that would be a beautiful series I, mean, I think that would be in, much more productive than this. It made more realistic because yeah. someone comes I'm like, who are y'all? Like, what? Yeah. yeah. So. But, okay. Alright, one little honorable mention because I thought about you when I saw it. Mm. So we know Rihanna has her Fenty skin coming out and she mm-hmm. did like a virtual uh, launch party mm-hmm. like interviews or whatever and she mentioned that um, she said, you know, R9 is dropping sooner than we think. Yeah. And it made me think of you because you mentioned it and I was like, leave it alone. But she really hyping y'all up. Somebody responded. They was like, soon can be next month or a couple years. Like I still think y'all, we got to let it go. <laughs> and when it drops, I, I just be pleasant. I kind of say soon without an actual like time window. And, because I'm like, that's what's, what's soon. But like, she even said, I don't want to say too much because yeah. Lord, th- so you know, <laughs> you know we are on it and waiting. Yeah. Don't mention it at all. <laughs> okay? Right. Just... Just drop it at midnight one of these Just days. Just drop it Surprise sometime us. soon. Surprise us. Do Post a little R9. Here. <laughs> right. Peasants. <laughs> Have you seen the gif of her where she was like throwing? It's this gif. Is I'm saying it right? Gif or gif? I always say it. People say it both ways. So. Whatever. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's one of these that I've used where it's like Rihanna looks like she's like being like here like tossing something mm-hmm. at someone I'm mm-hmm. like she's post that one and be like here <laughs> right it's on all platforms <laughs> right have fun yeah um okay mm-hmm. last thing I have to save her for last Beyonce Black is King dropped on Disney Plus we all know I'm a member of the Beehive so I watched it very visibly, visibly, visibly. visually appealing and mm-hmm. pleasing. Mm-hmm. Um, camera quality A1. I thought I was on the beach with her at mm-hmm. one point. Um, I like the album that she did with Disney, like the Lion King album she did. I already yeah. liked the music. Yeah. So seeing the visuals with it was really 
nice. Um, this is her third like visual album. You have to think she did it for her self-titled Beyonce mm-hmm. album, which was dope. Mm-hmm. She did it for Lemonade, and here we are here. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was well done. I'm so curious. I told Sydney now I need a Blackest King documentary about how they made it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious of how long it took. how long it took because as we know, Spirit that music video dropped last year before the movie. Yeah, and some of those clips were in other parts of the film, yeah. and obviously Spirit was there. So I'm yeah. like, so they've been doing this for a minute. Yeah. So I would love to know how long it took, where they got the ideas from, the mm-hmm. concepts, mm-hmm. the different locations they were. Um, it's been very fun to see uh, creatives and entrepreneurs and people come out to say, that's my hair, that's yes. my dress, those my shoes. And I can't imagine holding that Because you know it. Woo! You know it. But it was one kid, well, I don't want to say kid, it was a guy that was in it, and he was like, I was holding it back from my own mama. But then somebody joked, they was like, you know your mother be the first one to call and be like, you know that Beyonce <laughs> film that's coming out, yeah, he in it. Like, they be the first one to spill the beans. Because you know that NDA was nothing to play with, <laughs> she don't okay? Play. She, do she don't. <laughs> Stuff don't be leaking like that for her. Mm-hmm. So I would be curious just to see how they came up with it, especially like costume design. Yeah. Her alone, she has so many different looks. But then mm-hmm. all the dancers and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Um... I just thought it was dope. Yeah, it was nice. I and I, it's just it's funny, like when my parents had asked me if I watched it because they was gonna watch it. Cause you know sometimes it's like like with Homecoming. I don't think the older generation was that into watching that. Like some of them did. Yeah. But I think this was an instance where it was like everybody wanted to see wanted it. to see it. Yeah. And so I thought that that was. Interesting. Like, my dad, he came home yesterday, and he was like, did you watch it yet? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you try and watch it? And he like, yeah, come, can you come uh, sign in to Disney Plus for right. me? I'm like, but I gotta sign in for you. But. My mother wanted to watch it, <laughs> yeah. so I get that, because she was interested in it. Yeah. And she, I don't think she's ever watched Homecoming, so that's yeah. accurate. I think it just, it, I think it reached a it broader appealed. audience. Yeah. I thought it was a great visual album, because mm-hmm. I think some people <laughs> missed that that was what it was. Put a little bit more stock into it than yeah. I personally agree with. Mm-hmm. This is a visual album. A, a strand of music videos webbed together. <laughs> Um, I, I don't, I'm not going to say that Beyonce isn't above criticism because yeah. she's not. Right. But I also, I just felt like for what it was, mm-hmm. I felt people put a lot of stock on certain aspects of where I felt like y'all gave her a lot of power. And I think that's the overall thing with just, I feel like celebrity and public yeah. figures that people give them. Especially when they're in specific lanes. Yeah. They give them a lot of power and influence over them Mm -hmm. that maybe I just don't. Even as a Beehive member, I just don't. I'm not that. I'm just not that like that. But every time she releases a visual album or honestly a visual anything, it made me want to go take a dance class. It made me want to dress better. (laughs) Yeah. I watched this film knowing that I don't even have a 16th amount of money to even pull off a look like that, to even get those materials. Mm-hmm. But I'd be watching it, and I'd be like, I need to be more put together. Granted, under the circumstances, put together to go where? I don't know. Maybe. I 
But I just always, when I watch her stuff, I'm like, I need to be dressing better. I need to take yeah. more risk. I did enjoy, like, the creatives that jumped to do something because it inspired them. I thought that that was cool. Like, models doing photo shoots with, I like, think a it's similar dope. aesthetic. I love you know, it. Things like that. But it's like, when you do have the resources to do so, I can definitely see a jumping into action and being up till three in the morning to, you know, drop whatever creative item came up with. I think that that's always cool, too. So maybe we need to be more like influencers. Like, we gotta start doing stuff. So after we watch the next one... We gotta jump into action. And do something. Do that mean we have to get a TikTok? Because I'm, I'm against it. <laughs> I don't think you have to release stuff on TikTok, no. Okay, I just wanna be sure. <laughs> Other I'm platforms work just as well. Totally against TikTok. <laughs> I mean, we about to not have it, allegedly, so. Mm, I don't even believe that. <laughs> the TikTokers are mad! <laughs> Somebody, okay, this is not funny, but it's funny. It was some kid that's a TikToker. He was like me trying to get Trump to save TikTok, and he started building a wall with bricks. Not funny. Oh, my. But they are really having a hard the time TikTokers over there. TikTokers are stressed <laughs> They out. are stressed out. Stressed. <laughs> They want their TikTok, and they want it now. Right. I will say, I don't have a TikTok. Obviously, TikTok videos pop up on other social media platforms. Yeah. I have definitely seen some funny videos, so I'll give y'all that. I am mm-hmm. just against joining one more social media platform. <laughs> I will not do it. Right. Especially when they pretty much all connect, mm-hmm. and every time we post stuff. And I know, like... I don't always post everything on Facebook, vice versa, but you know there are people who post it on everything all the time, and I'm like, what's the point? And it's funny, because there's a group of TikTokers that, like, they have tried to start a movement against posting TikToks on other platforms, and then there's another group of TikTokers that's like, that's stupid, because if I want to go viral... Then you need I know to be everywhere. Right? I know that if I'm going viral, that someone's going to download my video and share it on other platforms, and I'm not against that. So I think it's funny. Like some people are like, "No, let's keep it over here." Others like, Mm-mm, "I'm not against it. Share my ish. Like, <laughs> do your thing. That's how you get viral." So, so we have two questions. Just yeah. as, as you guys know, the camping we didn't record. We yes. were tired. <laughs> so the first one was. Um, what do you like being complimented on? And we had Glenn and her podcast. When someone notices how much I put in, how much work I put in on a particular thing. Then we have Reese Peace, my sense of humor slash quick wit, my cooking, and my home. I enjoy her food. <laughs> um, honestly, everything that's not about a body part. And Africa, Wil- Africa Wilkins said anything non-physical. Um, I would have to agree with the last two. I think, yeah. especially, I'm not going to say, I'm going to speak from me being feeling a woman. I feel like mm-hmm. when you're not getting complimented on a physical attribute, it does me more. Because I think yeah. a lot of times, especially with men, yeah. cisgendered men, it's typically about physical. Mm-hmm. Not always, but I definitely like the initial compliments mm-hmm. is always about to me, I feel like how you look. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, I prefer for it to be non-physical as well. Something about like my work ethic or wit or something like that. Um, however, I don't mind like comments about like my eyes because I feel like that's less of a like. Come on. Yeah. It's less like less. I want to stick my penis in you. Right. Right. More like I'm literally looking at you and right. I, right. Or yeah. like when people are like your hair look nice. Thanks because these twists take a long time. Like yeah. thank you. So you Stuff know they're like that. Right. Right. I don't mind things like that. I think for me a big compliment for me always is 
when someone compliments like a party or an event I do in my home, mm-hmm. y'all know. If you have been to one of my functions, you know how I do. <laughs> I am a hostess with the mostest, and I pride myself on providing a really good experience for people. Mm-hmm. So when people come over and they're like, oh, the food is so good, or oh, I love it. Or you have some friends now who have said, cannot wait for your post-COVID some sort of party. Mm-hmm. They're like, I just know you about to do something. <laughs> and they are right. Because you several... wanted to do something for the spring. I did. And that mm-hmm. got kaput. Yeah. Um, my harvest party Probably not won't happen, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, we so, can have a, a, a harvest us with s'mores. Yes, we can. Like... We can have a harvest us, that's for sure. <laughs> Make some sangria for ourselves. Pretty like... much. But, um... So I am looking forward to that personally, but I really do. I was like, oh, thank you. I'm glad mm-hmm. you enjoyed yourself. Yeah. Then we had another question of the week. It was, would you rather have five good friends that are rich or have one amazing friend that's poor? Um, so we had the modern day K said five good rich friends. <laughs> and they all said it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ebony2008 said five rich friends. Zoe Podcast one, five good rich friends. And Ryan Stell said five friends need please. So what are you choosing? Well, I feel like it really depends on how you describe how you personally describe good versus amazing. Yeah. Um, and if I have five good, rich, generous friends, why not? <laughs> right. Um, I think if I had to choose between having an amazing friend and good friends, I would prefer to have an amazing friend as opposed to the Sure. I would. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Fine, fine. <laughs> okay, so today we want to have a fun episode about songs that we did not realize the actual meaning of. I think every once in a while, Twitter or Instagram goes wild about a song that we did not realize the meaning of, which like Electric Slide happened most recently that I can think of. But we want to dig into some more songs that we didn't realize the meaning of, even though we were like, Blasting it, yeah, yeah. So, one that I have here is Hey Ya, which I don't know if I ever thought about the meaning of Hey Ya. It was just like, yeah, Polar Warrior, shake it, whatever, blah, blah. <laughs> um, I don't think I ever, like, actually paid attention to the message. But apparently it's about how fleeting relationships are and how it is. Is that why not... you take it? That's why you take a picture of it? Right. Yep. Because it's going to go away. Because it's fleeting, yeah. Wow. And how it may not be worth it because everything must come to an end. Well, that's very depressing. <laughs> and so, yeah, but, you know, it sounds depressing. And meanwhile, we see... Hey, 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 right. Hey, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so the next one I have is Poker Face, which what did you think Poker Face was about? Honestly, I don't think I ever thought about the meaning. Mm-hmm. And by I'm Lady a, Gaga, <clears throat> by the way. <clears throat> I am a huge Lady Gaga fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and the funny thing is, I know all the words to Poker <laughs> Face. But like, I mean, I knew it was about poker, mm-hmm. but I, I honestly didn't. Even, I, it's, it's, now that you think about this, it's like, I think that really comes down to the music. It's like yeah. the beat. You it don't even know what you. the devil you're saying. And that's the reason that, you know, some extra Christian folks be like, that's why I don't listen to secular music, because it gets you and you don't know what you're singing. But, you know. <sighs> <No>. <laughs> so the real meaning <laughs> of Poker Face 
it's about hiding her bisexuality and um she said it's about being in a relationship with a man while fantasizing about being with a woman um carry is what she my, carry my no you can read my poker, poker face yeah so that was her oh. hiding <clears throat> hiding okay. her sexuality i didn't realize that still a jam for me Mm-hmm. Still a bop for me. <laughs> um, let's see what else I have. Um, closing time, closing time. Y'all know. I only like, know that song from The Office. Really? I, I I feel like it's in a bunch of movies, but um, the by Semi Sonic. I think most people think it's about like the closing time of a bar, last call, blah blah blah. However, it's actually about birth. And, like, everyone's beginning is another blah, 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 beginnings, and it's about childbirth. Um, and so he wrote it when he found out that he was going to be a father. That still seems depressing. I don't think that's depressing about childbirth. No, you're saying that, um, that everyone's ending and someone's beginning. So, like, while yeah. someone's giving birth, someone's dying. I mean, that part feels a little like, wow. <laughs> so that was different i definitely didn't know that that was about i I, again assumed that it was about the bar like everybody else i don't even feel like i really listened to that song (laughs) so i didn't pay any attention to it um can't feel my face by the weekend i mean who cares like that's not a song that i really liked so what is it about though um so People thought it was about, like, being excited about being in a relationship. It's probably about drugs or something. It was. It was about him struggling with substance abuse. Well, yeah, I can't feel my face. That don't sound like love. That sound like he on something. <laughs> exactly, yes. Well, I guess I knew what that was from the beginning. <laughs> I had no confusion about that song. <laughs> See, I guess sometimes people just get it, and other times people don't. But people have different ages. Yeah. Before we recorded, we were... We had our own songs in our mind, but looking for other things. And one girl commented on Rude Boy, like, when she was a kid, she loved that song. And I was like, excuse me, when Rude Boy was out, I was probably, like, I don't know, 17 years old. And I'm trying to figure out, excuse me, (laughs) why? And that just made me feel really old. (laughs) Talking about, when I was a kid, I used to love Rude Boy. When I got older and listened to it, I'm like, I was never a kid when Rude Boy came out. What are you saying? But speaking of Rihanna, um, what did you think S&M was about? I don't know. I just really you don't know. I just be singing the song. I, well, I most people assume. I guess sex. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I mean, most people it was uh, assumed it was about sex and kinks and things like that, but it was actually about her hot and cold relationship with the media and how it can be torturous at times, but, pleasurable. but also pleasurable at other times. Yes. When I think about the music video, that makes sense. <laughs> Because I remember there was a scene where, like, it was, like, newspaper ads and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What else? I'm going to tell you a song that I didn't realize was what it was about until I was, I felt like I was in a situation like that. <laughs> Darnell Jones, mm-hmm. Where I Want to Be. As a kid, I think the school needed I feel like I just was <laughs> really focused on the ad-libs, and I wasn't really realizing that Donnell Jones was a fuckboy. <laughs> like, tr- I, I I don't know when it hit me, probably sometime in college when I felt like I was with a Donnell Jones. 
And I just felt like he, I'm just going to read some lyrics. Because I just, <laughs> this is, <sighs> she doesn't fully understand me that I'd rather leave than to cheat. Which, yes, don't cheat. <laughs> However, if she gave me some time, but there's a lot of lust inside of me. So I'm supposed to let you, I am, so I'm supposed to let you stick it in as many holes because there's lust inside of you so that you can be a better man and come back to me when you done hoeing. I don't think so. Oh my God. Okay. Talking about he just needs some time. Excuse you? And what I'm supposed to do while you just sticking it in anywhere? I'm supposed to just be sitting at home waiting for you to come back after you get that lust inside of you fixed or or, or cured or whatever you're trying to do. Not cured, but uh, (laughs) fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Did you not think that song was trash? Trash? Not necessarily... But I think I always understood what he was saying. Well, I was just saying and not really paying attention to what he was saying. And when he's sitting up here like, she's crying her her heart out to me, but you still got lust. So you're like, fuck it. I'm sorry you're sad, but I need to have sex with other people. Right. I've only been banging you since our teenage years, and that's not enough for me. So let you, please let me go. Because I don't want to cheat on like you. you just needed to be poly. I don't want to cheat on you, but I just got to get in some other coochie. <laughs> so please give me some time. And then when I get back, me and you, girl. <laughs> Screw you, Donnell Jones. That is trash, trash, trash. Come on. And he ends the song with, I'm sorry, baby. Fuck you. Oh, I am you... passionate about that. <laughs> what did you think Waterfalls by TLC was about? I don't know. I was a kid when I came out. So... And the video had, like, AIDS in it. So that's what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be more of a political song about promiscuity, about STDs, including HIV and AIDS, about the illegal drug trade, blah, blah. It was much more political than people give it credence for. I think um, the they music video... Shows that. I think that's what music videos a lot of times... Made it accurate do. for me. Yeah. That's what they helped do. Um, what about Hey Soul Sister? Well, you ruined that for me, so go and just <laughs> tell everybody what you know. So, I don't know what I thought it was about. I just know it was a catchy song that I knew every single word to. However, it is about the first time he dated a black woman. And, like, the lyrics are even about, you know, her her rhythm. And, uh... But white girls can have rhythm. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she wanted to say... Mm, Really? I kind of feel like you wanted to say that. They can, but... <laughs> it was hesitation he, At one point, he said, um, I'm so gangster, you're so thug, or something like you're that. You're so like, gangster. Yeah, I'm, I'm so, so thug. thug. Like, that would turn on black women. Um, but it was about him singing about the first time falling in love with a black woman. Good times. Um, what about It Was a Good Day by Ice Cube? Girl, I have a little damn... Okay, let me take it back. I've never really listened to Ice Cube like that, mm-hmm. so I, I couldn't tell you. I think I and most people just think it's about, you know, a good day overall. Just, you know, you had a good day. But it was about a dream of having a day without police harassment and gun violence. 
So I guess that's prevalent to today. Yeah, because we still can't have a good day. I mean, hey, that's true. Well, I have another one. Mm-hmm. This is just me remembering when I was a kid. I already told you this story. When I was a kid, we used to do um, dances for our summer camp. Mm-hmm. And one summer, that song was really popular. And we told my aunt we wanted to do a dance to rock the boat. My aunt was like, no. <laughs> and she was like, y'all need to pick another song. And we were like, why? What do you, t- I mean, it's a pretty song. They're on the boat. It's beachy. She's like, no, y'all not dancing to that. You need to pick another song. And we were so upset. I don't even remember what song we chose. Years later, when I was singing it, Mm-hmm. And really thinking about it, I thought that's why she told us we couldn't dance. <laughs> I can't believe you never realized what that was about. I'm sorry that when I was seven, I wasn't thinking about boat metaphors that equate to <laughs> pussy and dick. Oh my Jesus! I'm sorry, I was a seven year old or however old I was when I came out. <laughs> it's not like I was 15 singing "Rock the Boat." Oh my God! Well, excuse me. <laughs> um, what about the Macarena? Watch, uh, ain't that about like cheating or something or yeah. lovers? Yeah, it's about cheating. What? Here's the thing. How do they get dances like that <laughs> and the electric slide? I don't. It's about it's cheating. It's One's it's about vibrators, <laughs> and I'm like, well, then who made up the dance that we now? Not the macarena. Whatever their version of TikTok was back then. Um, macarena. I don't. I know that's not done at a black wedding. I can't speak for other weddings. Right. I just know I have never seen the Macarena. <laughs> the electric slide is. Mm-hmm. Do you, I wonder, do people do, do white people do Maroc, uh, Macarena? I don't know. I don't I have no clue. It's a, it was a hypothetical dinner. <laughs> I wouldn't expect you to know. But I was just saying, does any, I guess it's rude for me to assume white people would do that, but. I just know black people don't. So, <laughs> other races and creeds, do you do the macarena at weddings? I don't know. Right. Yeah, I have no clue. I have no idea. I hope not. Because I'm like, that's not a that's not a fun dance. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. It was cool. It's a nice in-betweener. It for was like, cool. in-between the ones that you really got to do First of all, it energy. was cool. We was in fifth grade at Flag Day. <laughs> that's when it was cool, okay? Oh it was never... You know what I mean? If I'm at a wedding, I want to wobble. I want to do a little electric slide. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little Cupid shuffle. Because I hate when a DJ play the Cupid shuffle real long. Can I request Cotton Eye Joe from your DJ at your wedding? I would do the Cotton Eye Joe. Like, <laughs> I love the Cotton Eye But you know, that wouldn't bother me. Right. That. Other people be like, what in the world? What is that? But I would that's be personal up, to us in That's school. personal, so yeah. I would be doing the Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> um... <laughs> What, what about, else do I like to do at weddings? Sorry, that was just a... I feel like I ain't been to that many weddings as And a adult. booty call. Mm. You know. The cha-cha slide. Mm. I've been to that many weddings. I like to say black functions. We'll put well, it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Weddings and functions. Um, What about Fergalicious? I just read that it was about oral sex. Mm-hmm. Yep, it was, which I never would have guessed. Honestly, definition make, make the boys go up. crazy. Okay, now knowing it sounds and right. The F to the E R G the I the E and can no other lady put it down like, like me? I'm fergalicious. Yeah. And I said, I be up in the gym just working on my fitness. He's a witness. 
I put your boy on rock, rock, and maybe <laughs> lining down the block just to watch, watch what, what I, I got. got. Oh my word, <laughs> my word. <laughs> oh my goodness. Mm-mm-mm. I am. Apparently, some people didn't know what you and your hand was about. Clearly, what do you mean? <laughs> now that was so clear. How could you not? That was so clear. What do they think that was about? I don't know. Holding hands? <laughs> right. Maybe. I don't know. That's crazy. I will say, on um, the point of sisters, I'm so excited. Now, I did not know and I just that kinda, oh, yeah. was about being excited to have sex. Mm-hmm. I will say that when I did not know. Mm. But now when I think about the song, I'm like, yes. Okay, to this day, I still quite don't know. Milkshake. What is she talking about? Pheromones. <laughs> I really think it's about pheromones because it bring all the boys to the yard. Let me pull up the lyrics. So, because I think, I even think, even when it came out, I think people, we were all like, what does she mean by milkshake? I used to think, at first I thought, she's talking about her hoot nanny? But as you keep reading the lyrics, it's like, she's not talking about her hoot nanny. Maybe she's talking about the way she do, she has sex. What's the lyrics? Well, my milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard and they're like... It's I mean, yours. past... We know the chorus. Get in the verses. That's... She got verses? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> we it's know the very, chorus. It's a lot of la-la. Um, oh, oh, yeah, la-la. Uh, warm... Then when she I said... When she said warm it up, I'm like, okay, is she still talking about vagina? Because I don't... I mean, <laughs> I don't... Yeah, because you gotta warm it up. Um, he ha- he gotta warm it up for you. Okay, cause I'm about to say, <laughs> me warming it. Up, I don't. Okay, keep going. Um, I can see you're on it. You want to? You want me to teach the techniques that freaks these boys? I it can't be bought. Just know these can get caught. Watch if you're smart. I think it's about the way that she has sex. She there's a quote from her saying she's like um. A milkshake is the thing that makes women special. It's what gives us our confidence and what makes us exciting. Sound and some like say, <laughs> like, and then, sound like pheromones. And then Urban Dictionary says other people believe milkshake is a metaphor for oral sex. I don't. It don't sound like that. It sounds more like about your how, energy. Or, yeah, or how she's riding. Like it don't sound like oral. <laughs> what? That's what it sounds like. It don't me. sound like she's rotting either. I don't know. I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't That's what know. it sounds like. What about "Wake Me Up When September Ends"? It was not about war. At nope. Least, that was the video. It Why did make the video about that then? Yeah, I don't know. Um, about his dad died in September, so it's like he wanted the month to be over. Oh, so then I can kind of see the correlation to making it about war and the dude dying. And right. a girl waiting for him to come mm-hmm. home. You see, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> when music videos, I think, because people still make music videos, but they're not in our faces in the same way. Yeah. I think for me, a big way of how I took the song was mm-hmm. having that visual connected to it. Yeah. And that, you know, when we were younger, we had TRL, we had One Season Park. On Saturdays, BET, we had like the 25 music video countdown. Mm-hmm. They were in our face more. Mm-hmm. I used to get ready. MTV Jizzams will be on <laughs> right. or Saved by the Bell. Either or. <laughs> so. What about Paper Planes by M.I.A.? <sighs> Fire like paper, get high like planes. You catch me when make it one day again. All I want to do is boom, 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 and, and take your money. 
um, robbing people. So that's what people assumed, but it was really her singing about all of the stereotypes about immigrants. Oh. So it's like, you think all I want to do is this. Boom, 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 boom. Right. And, uh, and take your money. <laughs> right. But, I mean, that really personally affected her. She wasn't allowed to get a visa back to the U.S. because of that song. Like, because people really thought it was about what she wanted to do. As opposed to thinking it was about the stereotypes about what people think about immigrants. I thought that was interesting. Especially because it really, the translation, what people took from it, actually affected her life. Hmm. What about Mbop? Mbop. I don't know. I don't. That's the only part of the song I know. I don't know. Um. So it was about the fleeting nature of friendship. So it's very similar. The message is similar to Hey Ya, ironically, but it's just about the fleeting nature of friendship. Or is that why you go Bop? I don't know. I feel like we need to learn more of the chorus to know. I mean, not the chorus, the verses to know what the heck. Because I don't think I know any of the other lyrics either. Okay, well. Okay. Okay, here's something I didn't know. That Mariah Carey Emotions was about orgasms. Yeah, taking her over. Hey, I didn't, I mean, I didn't know, man. Can I tell you something that I thought was crazy? What? Someone wrote that they didn't know that Pony, that Gen- he thought that Genuine just had a pony. Goodbye. And was cool for his friends riding. How, were you two? Like, how old were you to think that? I never not know what Pony was. Like, seriously. I actually knew. I will say, because I think sometimes when I was younger, I wouldn't know they were talking about sex. I wouldn't yeah. necessarily know the specifics because I wasn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew what sex was, but eight, nine years old, I wasn't, I, I wasn't aware of positions and stuff like that. Yeah. But I knew Pony was sexual. Yeah. Certain songs you knew were you, sexual. It sounds sexual. It sounds sexual. <laughs> like, I wouldn't maybe not always understand all of what they were saying yeah. and then as an adult, I right. actually know. Right. But it's like, I knew it was sexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause like, even as a kid, I used to yell my neck and my back. <laughs> I mean, now when I first heard the song unedited, because mm-hmm. I only heard the edited version, because mm-hmm. it would be like in the car or like TV. Yeah. When I first heard the unedited version, I was like, whoa. whoa. Why was I singing this? Whoa. <laughs> I mean, the edited version is it's it's sexual. Nasty. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. the unedited version, <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Eating ass? Oh, what? <laughs> Uh, I was like, oh, okay. That was the, when I started, like, hearing real versions of music was when, like, iTunes and stuff was out. Yeah. Where parents couldn't control. Yeah. Because, like, my mother was buying the CD. She was getting edited copies. Right. I remember the first CD she bought me that wasn't edited was T.I.'s album. I was in seventh grade. And mm. I begged her. I was like, please, <laughs> can you please get me the real version? <laughs> she was like, what do you need that for? I was like, because I want to know the real words. <laughs> I was like, you won't hear me cuz. You won't hear me say it. Like, But please. Mm-hmm. And that was the first album she bought me yeah. that was like unedited. <laughs> what about Like a Version by Madonna? Um... I don't be listening to these songs, man, so I don't know. 
Um, most people, of course, think it's about losing virginity, but it's actually about leaving a bad, abusive relationship and going to a new and positive relationship and feeling kind of like a virgin. Touched for the very first time, you know. Someone is saying Gasolina by Daddy Yankee is inappropriate. It's and about I would, sex. I wouldn't know. It's in Spanish. I mean, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, I wouldn't know. Okay? Understandable. I'm just saying, I... I don't... I don't know. <laughs> Somebody didn't know that La Freak by Chic was about sex. Come on. <laughs> it's called La Freak. Freak out. People thought it was just about dancing. People are. <laughs> so it makes me feel better because I'm not completely dense. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff I understand. Some I definitely do not. Um, you know, that's all I can say. <laughs> Did you have any more on your list? Because that was the end of mine. I don't. I was trying to think a little bit like any other songs, but I can't think of any that come to mind. I feel like typically... I understood what it was about, even mm-hmm. if I didn't get it fully understood the concept. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like that lets you know that, like, music is really about sometimes the actual music that captures you. Yeah. And then you'll just say whatever. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's the tune, it's the beat. It's the beat that gets you, and then you just be singing whatever, and then later you realize, huh, that's what that means. Right, right. Like, and it was probably wildly inappropriate for me to be singing it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but even, like, but even, I remember, all right, so this is not about, I didn't know what it meant, but this was also in middle school when Pretty Ricky was at his peak. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was in my room, and I was listening to um, Grind On Me, mm. which if you were at a party in seventh grade and that came on, you knew what you needed to do, okay? <laughs> so my mom came in my room and was talking to me, but, like, she could hear the lyrics and was like, she was like, what is this? <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's Pretty Ricky. And she was like, who is Pretty Ricky? Oh, and who is grinding? I, <laughs> I don't think my mother realized what I was listening to. Lord. That made me laugh. Mm-hmm. I mean, my mother wasn't... She wasn't someone who, like, monitored necessarily what I was listening to. Yeah. But I think just her openly hearing it. Mm-hmm. And Pretty Ricky was very sexual. Yeah. Um... Her openly, like, hearing, looking at me and knowing that I was listening to something that was so, I guess, graphic Mm -hmm. for, like, a (laughs) 13-year-old. Right. She definitely was like, excuse me. Mm -hmm. But I also remember when, because when we used to do concerts as kids, my cousins, my mom and my uncle would take turns taking us all. Mm -hmm. I remember one time when we went to a Chris Brown concert. It was his exclusive album. This was Grown Up Chris Brown. This was Take You Down Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. So this is the first album I think we all was like, ooh, look at Chris. Talking <laughs> a little bit more about sex. <laughs> and it was this scene where um, he was on this like moving disc. But he yeah. was like humping the floor. Mm-hmm. And my uncle typically sits. So we all standing and screaming. He mm-hmm. don't be paying no mind. Mm-hmm. But I guess because he moved from the stage to that platform, he was curious. Yeah. And I remember him standing up and being like, oh! <laughs> as we're all, like, screaming as Chris Brown was, like, humping the ground. Oh he was just, God. like, looking around like, you know what? <laughs> like, that could have been our last time at a concert. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Fun times. And that was Chris Brown's best album, if you ask me. <laughs> And that's it. 
Yeah, I I can't think of anything I else. I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. I think, like, for one of the lists I was looking at had Genie in a Bottle. I, I, I think that was clear. I rub me the too. right way, honey. Right. I mean, hello. <laughs> Gotta rub me the right way. Hey. She was asking for somebody to do her right. Because she wasn't getting it done. And it was accurate. Rub me the right way. <laughs> so... More than anything, I just feel like, as an adult, mm-hmm. you like, right on, sis, that's right. <laughs> or as a kid, you were just singing it. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you didn't have experience, you didn't know. Yeah. Now yeah. it's like, you're right. <laughs> but if there are any other songs that, like, y'all need to ruin for us, please let us know. Because, I, I mean, literally, ruining. no, Hey Soul Sister was ruined for me last night. You not, Can you not listen to that song now? And I don't think I can enjoy it the same way. I think I could. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I know. personally feel like... Now, this sounds really bad. <laughs> now, I feel like, I don't know what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it. I personally, is problematic for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like maybe that's why we liked <laughs> Maybe. Because he was singing about us. Because I don't sing none of his other songs. <laughs> right. But for some, hey, 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 hey. I'm just saying, like, it's not right. <laughs> but I will say... He captured his audience. Like He got my target. soul ass. <laughs> because I don't listen to any of his other songs. <laughs> but hey, so, sister. <laughs> oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> See? That's why I feel like I can't... Your lipstick stays. Oh my God, it sounds so bad. But mm-hmm. you know what? I still listen to mm-hmm. it. That is so funny. That one that one ruined it. The other songs was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that yeah, one yeah. did make me go, eek. Yeah, yeah. Eek. So if there are any ones that we didn't mention, y'all, please let us know because maybe there is some more enlightenment that we need <laughs> as far as knowing what songs are actually about. But um, as always, you know, we can get, e- y'all can email us with topic suggestions, anonymous stories. We really do love the anonymous stories or like the anonymous questions. Good girls behaving badly at gmail.com. Keep up with us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, and as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.